Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. This week's episode of Zane's World is brought to you free today by True Car and Pluto TV. You'll hear more about them in a bit, but for now, enjoy the show. Hop on a boat, a car, a train, a plane, it's time to go around the world with Zane. Aloha, everyone, and welcome <laughs> Hello. to... Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hey, is this Pog? Yes, it is. So good. Um, so we are at the Westin in Maui. Yeah. Um, this is a work trip that that sure is that we've extended a little bit. It did, but we well, had we like extend the afternoons. It's like work all morning, early afternoon, yeah. and then where you would normally probably go home. Yeah, we kind of stay. Well, stay at the bar. So let's ex- let's explain what happened. So we 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 got in yesterday and uh, went right to Maui Brewing. Correct. And uh, met with Garrett, who is the guest on today's podcast. I feel like I'm your story checker. Like. Correct. Oh, you're gonna fact. Okay, yeah, you're gonna fact yeah. check it. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah, perfect. Flash forward to now. We'll get to get. Oh, you to were there a long time at the brewery. Yeah. Uh, right now I'm sunburned. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so we uh, got our car and went directly to Maui Brewing. Correct. Uh, and then nope, that's not correct. We stopped and got coffee first because we were dying. We did get coffee because see, you lie on all your stories. I, but people appreciate that you are fact checking. <laughs> For people who don't know, I assume that they know. Th- this is Mel, my wife. Joining me on the, on the show here. could be anyone. Why did I have to be your wife? Yeah. No. What if I could be like yeah. fancy then, Nancy or something? So yes, we woke up at, in Los Angeles at around four. Yeah. And then so early. had to get a flight out around eight, um, finding rush hour traffic. And then through the magic of jet time travel. travel. Okay. Time travel. Sure. We ended up in Maui five and a half hours later. Um and and then we found ourselves at the brewery uh, talking with, with Garrett, which is amazing. And then we – so Garrett uh, was on Drinking Made Easy and knows Steve. And if you haven't seen that – oh, my God. By the way, Drink TV, huge news coming up. I don't think I'm at liberty to say it right now, but on the next one I will say about basically – is this uh, something to do with Steve? Well, no. Okay, basically, your how your stories are kind of flowing into each other right I now, and, hey, I, and if gonna, I can't catch your flow, okay. I don't know how anybody else. That's can so catch true. Your flow. But by the way, I'm not going to lie to you. I've, I've been drinking all day long. Um, well, I'm here to rope them in. Okay, no, it's pretty, so it's you were talking about. Well, no, but here's the drink TV thing. And again, it's basically if you've heard four sheets on drink TV or watched it. Oh my god, this is the what's in this pug? It's going to be free. The network's going to be free, but I'm not supposed to talk about it yet. But I'll talk about it next week. This yeah. silence is me giving you looks like. Why are you, what are you doing? Because I don't know what you're allowed to say. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you're going to like, I don't know. Four Sheets is the best thing on Drink TV. They have great stuff, but Four Sheets is the best and everyone knows it's the best. And I feel pretty confident in pushing the boundaries knowing that my show is the best because what are they going to do say hey zane you broke the news a little too soon we're going to fire you <laughs> no they're not going to do that they're going to they might be like hey but dude you can't do that i'll be like okay us. fine what if they're like they're not going to punish you me you can't hang out with me anymore <laughs> <laughs> whatever like, they're not going to pick up my bar tabs no they will um so anyway and they're by the way and we love them they're amazing but so garrett knows steve because we shot drinking made easy at maui brewing at the old brewery like, and and how many years ago? No, don't even. That's not big. Okay. No, that's the wrong letter. It begins more with like a T. No. Oh yeah. No chance because we. <sighs> no. You okay? We think of how long. Like we shot with Steve there before we got married. We've been so married. We okay. shot in 2011. Okay, great. So we've been married for seven years. We got engaged. Oh, it's super easy. We got engaged a year before that. So eight years. So we, okay. So 2011. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fact checker. Perfect. And so go and watch it. By the way, it's on Drink TV, the, the episode of, of all the episodes of Drinking Made Easy, but of course the Maui Brewing one. But remember this. This is important. We put Steve and Pleplius on the canning line and somehow they managed to just putting cans that. into boxes explode cans. Do you remember going to the brewery and like most of the time we go to shoots, it's like an odd time of day and we've already been working for hours. So we're starving Yeah, and we walked in and they roast all their own coconut. And so the place smelled like roasted coconut. Yeah. We, t- we talked about this in the interview. They, they have like a convection oven 
like a like roasting like hundreds a, of pounds yeah. of coconut, like a professional oven. But they they roast the coconut there. They don't buy like a coconut extract. They don't have someone else roast it. They get the raw coconut and they roast it there, and then and then put it into this big but it's open in container. So much because it's so much. It's like yeah. Almost like it's, huge trash bins on wheels, yeah. but obviously clean and protected yeah. and bagged and stuff. But they're like but the pushing smell, them around. Yeah. And so you could like grab, not grab because you're with your hand, but put a glove on and grab warm, melty, toasted coconut. It might have happened. And I think we ate so much of it. it we ate, yeah, we did. We did. We did. And we put set Steve up. Now, if anyone's ever been to the airport which I think most of you have. Like an airport ever in their life? Yeah, sure. Okay. For, this, for the purpose of the story, you have this service that I don't quite understand. And maybe, Mel, maybe you can shed light on it. You can get your bag plastic wrapped. So they, <laughs> so they, put, the, they put the suitcase on a spindle yeah. and then they spin it and yeah. then you wrap up your suitcase in plastic and you feel better about it. Can you? Do yeah, you, do you, I know why. Okay, please give me the why. Because there's a lot of people that are traveling and bringing home so much stuff and yeah. and probably like 20% are like i don't know young girls just buying a bunch of clothes and their suitcases are hard to close and they're afraid they're going to pop open you think that that's why i don't think that that's why no, i think because a lot of it, it, it's people buying supplies that they couldn't get in any okay, other state but, but or check, like discounted but, items okay, and stuff but check out this i don't know what you're getting at cigarettes but check, and stuff right don't people like go places and buy tons of cigarettes no i don't think that's what it's for i mean think about it people well what are they doing protecting their suitcases that's what From I don't. Dents and scratches. Exactly. I don't understand because here's the thing: the TSA can randomly check your bag. That's why when if you have a lock on there, it needs to be a TSA approved lock, or they, otherwise they cut it. Correct. And so these TSA guys, which we ne- which we never see, can like open up your bag and check it out and go through your stuff. And I think some sometimes they they, do, leave, they leave that note. They leave a note in yeah, there. Yeah, that says your bag has been checked, and then but, you like okay. But don't think they that go if you your underwear and stuff. Yeah, they do, and they smell it. But don't think that if you wrap your bag in plastic, that that precludes you from getting your bag inspected. Uh, no, it's like oh 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 sorry the, oh you had your bag wrapped so I'm, I'm TSA I'm not going to inspect it. I would be more likely to check it because I, I want to know what is you're hiding. Yeah, cigarettes, like booze, animals, or drugs. Yeah, tur- baby turtles. Ugh. Anyway, how did you get on this tangent? Well, oh, because you were talking about Steve. Yeah, because we wrapped Steve Steve in in the the, same. Okay, so anyway, so Maui Maui Brewing has it because they wrap their cans. They have loose cases. I don't think they have that anymore. And you have to understand that the the plastic caps. I talked about this with Garrett. I don't think it was on the air, but the plastic caps that you have that keep the Maui Brewing six pack and four pack together is more sustainable than the cardboard container, like like a case that you could get. And so they loose wrap their you know, they, their, their cans, and then they use the plastic wrap to sort of, you know, keep it all together. So anyway, we put Steve on that with a GoPro on his head and spun him around and wrapped him up, and he was legitimately helpless inside oh, completely of stuck. Yeah. Couldn't move. And then he started doing his whining thing, like, I think I might be getting sick. Or, I don't know. My, <laughs> like organs, my organs are too tight. <laughs> it's so oh, my God. All right. So, uh, all right. We'll, we'll get to my sunburn and all that in a second uh, and how we, which I think is amazing, if you saw this story on, on, on Instagram, how we ran up my agent's tab. We'll get to that in a second. Right now, our interview with Garrett Marrero, who, by the way, I want to point out, like, like if you are a business owner or you're interested in beer, you're going to love this interview because this guy has a an incredibly successful brewery making amazing beer, and he was named the Small Business Owner of the Year by the U.S. government and given that award at the White House. Dude, like, of all small businesses, so this guy... Cool. I'm going to so, go to the White House. So he's so... Well, right now. So he's so... He's humble. He won't tell you, but, like, his office, he's got awards in boxes because he is not a an ostentatious guy. He doesn't want to, like... He's not showy-offy. And he... By the way, he's built like a linebacker. He could take me down yeah, pretty, pretty quick. Good luck. Uh, all right. Ease off. Easy on the eye. Would you say he was the Jason Statham of Quiet. the brewing industry? Hundred percent. Okay, <laughs> is he maybe the love child? Check this out of Jason Tommy. Statham and The Rock. Yes, yes, so yes. close, ladies and gentlemen. That's so good, Garrett Marrero. 
Here at Zane's World, we are all about free. That's why it's our privilege to introduce you to your new favorite streaming service, Pluto TV, because believe us, you're going to love it. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over a hundred TV channels and thousands thousands of movies on demand there's even options for news sports classic cartoons and it's all there thundercats thundercats i don't know but that would be a good one pluto tv never asks for a credit card you don't even need to sign up to watch all your favorite programming it's the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite tv shows and hit movies for free and best part you can download pluto tv for free on all of your favorite devices including your iPhone, Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. What are you waiting for? Mel, what are you waiting for? Are you, on, are you doing it right now? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. Get more info at Pluto.tv. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. It's his world. We're all just living in it. It's time for Zane's World. I have to point out that I woke up in my own bed. Not on the floor. Not on the floor. Mm -hmm. In my house in Los Angeles. I'm now sitting, same day, in your office in Maui, looking at the beautiful mountains behind you. Some beautiful steel tanks behind you, because they're beautiful because they contain beer. And then more tanks, the, the giant brewery off to my left um and then and then a wall of awards behind you mm-hmm. this this is like it i don't know it's just one of those things like where you have to marvel at the the magic of of jet travel absolutely like yeah. like how long would it have taken me uh a hundred years ago to to get here it'd be a boat trip yeah i would imagine it would take a really long time a hundred years ago uh, yeah right month. right brother let's yeah let's, let's, say, yeah. let's say a month I don't know. <laughs> let's say a month i was on the flight not long enough to basically get the computer work that i needed to get done yeah. on on the flight so five and a half hours yeah which by the way the flight attendants were up uh, were apologizing maybe there's a, lot, a bit of a headwind, a headwind. Yeah. yeah and so they're apologizing how long it would take because sure. it takes five hours that's like someone giving you a hard time about like not texting them right back you're like hey i was in the middle like you sent a message to space back to me i was in the middle of like a meeting sorry i didn't get right back to you yeah. but when i was growing up they didn't even you know i couldn't I, text I, yeah i had a pager have you seen the videos of those kids trying to use a rotary phone no it is one of the funniest things <laughs> to I've what degree seen. what are they doing the dad is like hey here's a phone here's a number Di- yeah dial the number yeah and they can't figure out how to dial the number <laughs> You know, and there's there's a bit Wait, of how, it that I blame how, education. There's yeah. Also, how old know, are the age. kids? Uh, they're teenagers. They're two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well that makes that these, makes sense. No, these are at least high school, maybe early college yeah. year kids. That's embarrassing. Yeah. But that that being said, uh, their parents couldn't do half the stuff that they do. Like try try to have their parent post something on Snapchat. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? true. Yeah. I'll that makes point, sense. I'm going to point out now, too, because I'm popping a lot of my peas, is that I brought my recording equipment with me. Mm-hmm. From a house. Yeah. And it only took five hours to bring it here. That's in a bag. In a, <laughs> I rolled it in a suitcase. <laughs> All right. So if I didn't say it properly, uh, Garrett Marrero, who's who's one of my, my very good friends, you were at uh, our wedding. Most of it, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you want to go there? <laughs> well, I can't not. I mean, when Zane tells you to oh, be somewhere shoot. at 5.30 for a wedding, okay. you should check with his bride-to-be. Well, here's... Because I did make okay. the after-wedding. Yeah, here's the reason. <laughs> so everyone else flew in. We stayed at the Westin. Everyone flew in. They upgraded my room, so I said I'd mention them in this podcast. So that's it. I, sure. I did it. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. The, uh, so, the Westin, right? The Westin, yeah. yeah the Westin. The Westin? The Westin, Conopoly. It's the Westin, Conopoly. The Westin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Westin's the Westin. So uh, 
um, every, all of our guests were staying there. And so we put our schedule. I feel like I've done this. I've explained this to you before, but you love to do this I do to me. I love hearing it. Every time I see you, which, by the way, has been over seven years. You yeah. have to bring it up. Um, it, is that I, we changed the time by about a half an hour mm-hmm. because of the sunset. And I put a note in everyone's gift bag which I don't even think you got. Nope. Because it had Maui Brewing. That was pretty much the big thing. Yeah. And I guess in my mind, it's like, well, I'm not going to give him because he lives here. I'm not going to give him, give him sun, sunblock beer. and his own beer. That's just weird. <laughs> and therefore, you didn't get the information about two things. You remember what they are? One was, of course, the, the wedding time moved up yeah. by half an hour. Which was the like, important <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> you showed up when we were done. Oh, oh the, my, my favorite part, though, was standing in the kitchen, <sighs> making a drink, uh, talking to people. Yeah. Like... Oh, I think it was, I think maybe your mom yeah. or some, somebody's mom. And yeah. We were like, oh, so, so we're, we ready to get okay. married? We're, are we, you know, ready to do this? And everybody's looking at us like, we're crazy. <laughs> and <laughs> somebody pulls me beer. aside and is like, you know, the, you know, the wedding happened. That'd be right? Josh. Yeah. It's like, no way. Oh my God. <laughs> was, oh my God. So I was there to basically like have a couple drinks before we went to the, 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 the wedding dinner. Yeah. And, at, uh, at, uh, that was Hanu. Uh, Honu. Yeah, Honu, yeah. Honu, yeah. yeah. Honu had just opened, that's right. Um, which was awesome. We had a great time there. But it was funny because I remember we were like, have a couple drinks and we start cleaning up once you got your photos done. And yeah. I think my favorite picture you showed of that up. Night you showed is up to take the trash out. Pretty much. I have a picture oh. of you taking the trash out from yeah. your wedding. And that, that's like my picture here's, with you at the wedding. Here's the, <laughs> here's the problem. I was like, look, th- th- this, it's a small wedding. It's at a beautiful plantation that we, that we yeah. you know, rented. The Oluwalu plantation. Oluwalu, yeah. Yep. And, uh, and so, look, we, it's like we're bringing some drinks. People are making their own drinks. We, you actually, yeah. you, you, you gave us a, a bartender, one of your friends or something. Yeah, yeah. I think Tanya did that. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's, yeah. yeah she's and so I'm like, we, we don't, we don't need a, um, like, you know, a wedding planner or whatever. Okay. Yeah. That's the first mistake. If anyone is listening to this and is going to get married or plans on it or maybe a second or third wedding, uh, Get a wedding planner. Just get someone to take care of the crap for you. Yeah. The crap meaning and inviting <laughs> inviting your friend Gary. It was just to the one point of contact. Oh my god! And, yeah. and the other one was, by the way, it was like we were going on the 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 catamaran. The catamaran, yeah. That's okay, right. so I, yeah. I'm not. You remember yeah. this one? I'm not bringing this up. Yeah. So like, and, and we said, oh, everyone's we're just wearing like like white linen or whatever. So everyone <laughs> showed up in white linen. You showed up in tank top. I was yeah. like, yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, and I. By the way, at that point yeah. is when I should have told you. Hey, by the way, the wedding, the wedding moved is up. also at a different time. <laughs> what yeah, a no, dick. I remember, yeah. Oh my god. For I, I, honestly, there was a minute. Where I was like, I know we're friends, but I have a feeling that he's hazing me or like fucking with me <laughs> no, somehow. It's the test. Yeah. It's the test. <laughs> you know, when you have one of those friends, you're like, we click. Yeah. I'm going to push this. Yeah. I'm going to push this to break. I have to see if I can make this, this relationship crumble. <laughs> and I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't no. do it because we're sitting here seven Does years he later. Does not want me to be there? I mean, <laughs> is, it me? Melanie, like, is it me? Um, is it my wife? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What did I do? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I gave him free beer for the love of God. Do you think, think I could show up to drink it? Yeah. All right. So, so you and I met. I was out here shooting three sheets. Yeah. And you had just gotten in town from GABF. Maybe? Yeah, GABF. Yep. Yeah. And so that's the Great American Beer Fest for anyone who's lived on a different planet and yeah. doesn't drink beer. And so you had just gotten back with your in one the bikini blonde. I think. Uh... God, what year was that? Two thousand seven? I think it was Bikini Blonde. Then. You're making me feel old. Yeah. Um, and you just got you just won gold or something. Yeah. Some, something. Honestly, impressive. I'd have to go look. It's been so long. <laughs> I, you know, it's not not on this wall behind pompous, you. You, know, we, you don't have yeah. enough. You honestly don't have enough room for the awards no, you won. Th- well, I was going to say not, not to sound pompous, but we've we've been blessed to have a great brewing team, and we've we've made some great beers and won more than How a is few that medals. Pompous. More than a few no, medals. No, pompous so. would be like, look, my we team, have my so team's many okay. They're like sitting in my drawer still right now. How about that? Is that better? I have the best medals. There's a box behind. You of metals. <laughs> like, Am that, I turning that, around? Yeah, so, <laughs> there it, really is. Literally, yeah. Oh my god, your your office is is, yeah. is like littered with metals. Yeah. And so you and but I I like to think I had a lot to do with it. But you know when we when I landed in Hawaii, and I, and I I had been told that we were meeting with you. And you and I hadn't met. <laughs> and you and I were much younger and lighter. And <laughs> and and I the first thing I did when I when we landed with the she, three sheets crew, the first thing I I did, literally in the car, I had him pull over and and get uh, Maui Brewing Company's coconut porter mm-hmm. and. When I, when I cracked that open, I was like, this is the best beer I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And people ask me, like, what's, the, what's your favorite episode? What's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? Like, to ask me what my favorite beer is, mm-hmm. 
you know that because yeah. I've said it. Yeah. And I've said that in countless art- articles. Yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. like, look, th- this it was like, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And then we came out with Drinking Made Easy. By the way, at some point, I'll let you talk. Yeah. We came out with Drinking Made <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> came it's out- actually funny because normally I'm that one. I'm gonna say, it's good to be quiet for a minute. <laughs> just listen. I'm talking about you. Sure. And so we, 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 we shot three sheets. You and I met there. Uh, and then obviously stayed in touch somehow. And uh, although that was at someone's house, it was kind of quick. Yeah, it was a buddy yeah. in a, at someone's house up uh, Wailuku. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I know it was a Hawaiian word, so yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust you that you're yeah. not saying you're not telling me to <laughs> say something bad about me. Then we came out a few years later and shot Drinking Made Easy. Yep. And got to spend a lot more time. Mm-hmm. And in fact, all oh, this is good. I get to throw it back at you because so you came, we came out, and, and we actually helped you brew the coconut porter, mm-hmm. and then with Steve, yep, uh, in your in your toaster. Which, by the way, in this massive brewery here, you still have the same toaster. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, it's it's the same style. Like, it's just a new one because we burnt the old one out. Okay, but it's not like it's not as it's not massive like you'd think. It's like no. a convection oven or something. Yeah, it's just two double deck convection oven, toast and coconut in a, in a brewery that's thousand pounds a day. How big yeah. is this, how big is it brewery? Uh, the brewery floor is about sixty thousand square feet, so eighty two thousand in total in the building. What's the, what's the extra twenty two thousand offices? Um, wow, restaurant is nine thousand. Oh, okay, kitchen, sure, sure, tasting room, you know, all the fun stuff. And the, and how big was the brewery when we met? Uh, we were probably about uh, eight thousand, maybe 8, 10, 000. 000 square feet. It's so, interesting. Yeah, and back, it's interesting I mean, the things that happen. You two thousand barrels. Tito's vodka. The list goes on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else is on the list. But like people that I've 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 like had on the show mm-hmm. said the product was amazing and then all of a sudden you see it explode. Mm-hmm. And are you, are you fishing or No, I'm just no, I'm just <laughs> as a fact. I'm not fishing sure. for a fact. I'm no, like a yeah. compliment. Like I was just, No, 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 no. Like, well, because no, don't, I was no, 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 don't yeah. turn it into I'm teasing. You're, I'm d- teasing. D- that would be you turning into an, an opinion. Yes. I'm just stating fact. It is true. You were doing that is you were doing you're doing great. Mm-hmm. I came in and now you're doing amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, See, I knew we were going to come full circle. To that. I don't know it was that day. No, but it's true. Like, you know, we had, um, you know, we started off just with a simple vision. And I think with us sticking true to, you know. What was the vision? The vision was uh, making authentic local Hawaiian craft beer. You know, back in 2005 when we started, there weren't any local breweries. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to jump back into that. Mm-hmm. But first, I want to talk about when we... when. You, we were out here shooting for Drink Amazing. I think you introduced us to a lot of people. Yeah. You obviously know everyone on the island. What's the population of the island? Is it like 40,000? Oh, no. I think we're around 200,000 oh, or okay. so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. And how, how big has it gotten since I was here? Do you see what I'm doing? Sure. see what's happening? Yeah. I come no, the here. island's certainly grown since you've been here. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I don't since know if it's doubled, but uh, probably both. <laughs> yeah. They came in search of the liquid that uh, that, that I that, that I raved about. about. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, then uh, you came with us, I think, to every shoot. Yeah, pretty much every shoot. Um, I'm glad I missed one. Do you know which one? Was it a crazy one? It was the, um, why am I drawing a blank? Over, was it, was it a, was it a a restaurant? It was the Kava one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember because I was getting pictures and texts afterwards. Yeah, you were. Yeah. The the point of the Kava was like, we were trying to like, push it like to really get the feeling yeah and, and then it ended up being too much for our stomachs not our brains our yeah. stomachs to handle and then steve maybe threw up and maybe i threw up and everyone yeah. threw up so yeah you well planned my the friend. one that i missed well so planned okay with that well planned to do a little work <laughs> <laughs> and so but 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 you know what i'm getting at when we went to monkey pod which mm-hmm. is a fantastic they carry your beer yep, yeah, course, yeah. They're, they're fantastic friends, yeah. we went there to have the lilikoi the uh, Mai Tai with the Lilikoi foam. Oh, my God. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. And wh- now, how would you describe that foam? <laughs> Do you know what I'm getting at? Oh, totally. <laughs> I, I, I've been coached. It's, it's velvety. Yeah. Um, and? But I think, and, and creamy. It's got a, a creamy mouth. A creamy mouthfeel. Creamy mouthfeel. So, so what I happened is, yes. Creamy mouthfeel. Yeah. And so you said that, and we made sure that ended up in the show, which yeah. is, it's amazing. Yeah. It's just, and so I think even to this day, you, we'll describe something as having a creamy mouthfeel. By the way, a beer that I had downstairs um, while I was waiting for you, which I'm happy to wait as long as you, you, you will let me. Sure. What's the one made with lactose? Well, we have a couple. The milk stout, we usually use lactose. But in. the lighter one. Uh, are you talking about coconut wireless? 
Yes, Coconut yeah, Wireless. Coconut Wireless, yeah. Holy yeah. cow. That's a lager? So, no, Coconut Wireless is uh, essentially a golden ale made okay. with uh, coconut. So, in the in the genre of coconut beers, yeah. since we created that, the Coconut Wireless specifically was actually brewed as a homebrew batch uh, from Dustin Gomes, who's our market manager over on Oahu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he was excited about brewing it over here, so we let him come over and brew it on the 25-barrel system. And since then, we've brewed it up to even 50-barrel batches, and it's served on nitro, so you get that very... Creamy yeah. mouthfeel. Creamy mouthfeel. Uh, from the nitro, and, the nitrogenation. And of the what's the la- lactose is actually, does lactose help? Lactose is in there for, yeah, absolutely, for mouthfeel. Um, creamy but, mouth. Yeah, creamy mouth. Drink. Everyone drink, drink every time that. you hear creamy mouthfeel. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you could end up drinking a lot, I guess, on this one. <laughs> um, no, but it does. It, it lends body and, and mouthfeel, the creaminess to the beer. Okay. Um, you're getting very but it is you're getting very sexual. relatively low ABV, so <laughs> yeah. it's crushable. Um, and amazing. And what's really cool is I was here a year ago. We try to come out here every mm-hmm. year. And I, I think your, your, the board, the menu, whatever you call it, yep. is like beer board. Yep. Beer board has changed. It's like 50% different than it was last time, I think. Yeah. I mean, we have probably eight to 10 that are pretty much on all the time. Uh-huh. And then we have another 20 plus that rotate just as soon as one's gone, another one's there. Yeah. Uh, and that's really to, um, to serve the, the craft beer drinker because the, very, very rarely now are people drinking the same beer twice, uh, which it's very different than I it was gotcha. even 10 yeah, years ago. Yeah, right, right, right. So, you know, I've, uh, Brian Grossman, a good friend of mine from Sierra Nevada, I remember him telling a story where he was in a bar, guy he's talking to didn't know who he was, and he says, hey, you know, you just were raving about how great that last beer was. You said it was the best beer you've ever had. Yeah. But I got to ask you, how, how about this, this next one that you chose? And he's like, well, it's, it's just okay. And so Brian says, well, why... Why didn't you just order that yeah. best beer I've ever had again? Yeah. He's like, well, because I want to try something new. And that literally is that's the mindset so of the drinker yeah. today. Yeah. And I think when you find something you love, that's nothing wrong with sticking with that. But I think we've just somehow cultured an environment that uh, new is better. Well, there's, uh, there's, there's just so many options. There too, are right? so many options. And it's not bad to try, but I think you know, it makes it very difficult to, for a craft brewer to build a, a, a real viable business mm-hmm. on that long term. Um, but you know, I think the thing that we like to think about from a, um, from a research and development, from an innovation standpoint, is let's brew some cool new beers. Let's give the artistic whim, if you will, to the brewers. Because mm-hmm. let's say we don't all want to make the same thing every day. Um, is, this where, it, is this where we talk about the Maui onion beer? Oh, yeah, right. True. <laughs> that, that's one of them. But It went well with pizza. It, yeah, yeah. But it, it comes back to um, that innovation side of things, but then also um, brings them back to your cores. Mm-hmm. So I think for us, you know, someone might come in and try Coconut Wireless or uh, McKenna Cloud. Are you going to can the Coconut Wireless? Uh, yes. Okay. The, so we're That's installing really a nitrogen doser um, into the canning line so that okay. we can get that liquid nitrogen, uh, which will give us that uh, creaminess in the how beer. Do you, how, cream mouth, how do you can the the nitrogen? You know, like, so Guinness puts that, that, that ball the in. Yeah, yeah, the widget. Yeah. Do you need to do that? You don't need to do the widget. Um, so there's a lot of different schools of thought on that. What, what The technology that's available to us today, you don't necessarily need the widget. Um, some people think it's better than others, but it depends on really how you pour the beer out, uh, which is how you kind of vigorously pour. They say pour hard. Got it. Uh, so like, if like you look from at, altitude, basically? Yeah, essentially okay. invert the can completely. Uh, I think the best way to do it is not to shake, but to invert the can uh, two to three times. So do a, a full... Oh, got it. Upside down. You're back. pouring it three different and times. And then, okay, uh, no, 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 just like a, an inversion oh, of the I can. Oh, I see, got it. Before you open. To kind of not shake, but to rouse. Got it. Uh, and then you open it and then pour it vertically into the glass to mm. pouring hard. Um, so you look at like a, a fantastic beer, left-hand milk stout. I think one of the best yeah. representations of a milk style. Uh, and then you, you, the way they pour, and they they, um, they do use a widget where you look at them, say, Firestone, um, with their like velvet uh, Merlin, I think it is, mm-hmm. that they're doing nitro, uh, where you don't have the widget. So it's just a matter of, you know, how you pour it, um, and then also, are you inverting it or not? And if you can even get widgets too is another thing. What is, um, is that just like plastic ball or something? Essentially, yeah, it, it captures the liquid nitrogen. You have to fill it and then it immediately gets inverted after seaming. Okay. And so all that nitrogen gets, um, 
kind of fills into this little widget device in the bottom of the can. Since it's inverted, the yeah. gas goes up into it, uh, and then it stays in there until you relieve the pressure in the can by opening it. And okay. then that's when that it forces the nitrogen out into solution, where it basically is rousing Got it. all the beer. And so when you shake, or not so shake, but invert and then pour hard, you're, yeah. you're creating that same effect. Uh, and that's what you need because you need to actually really move the beer to get the nitrogen to form the bubbles. Whereas with CO2, it just pops out of solution. Got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I got most of that. Yeah. The, Technical. Yeah. <laughs> Technical. Science. Premium Science. Premium we'll be back in a moment with more Zane's World. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! And now, an ad from Dad. All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Looking for your Game of Thrones fix this season? Well, look no further than the mighty Rob Sesternito and post-show recaps right here on Podcast One. Get the lowdown on all hit shows like The Walking Dead, Star Trek Discovery, and of course, Game of Thrones from a man who, if he was more than TV, he'd be Max Headroom. Is that a reference that you understand? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Join Rob and friends and download new episodes of post-show recaps on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts. Also, remember to rate and review because we always appreciate your feedback. Let's give it up to True Car. Beep, beep. For supporting this episode of Zane's World, every car comes with its share of stories. That ding in your bumper when you attempted to park anywhere in Los Angeles or the mileage you save by taking the bus or the subway that we have in Los Angeles all summer long. While you can't put a price tag on your stories, with now with True Car... Beep, beep. You can at least find out what your car is worth when it's time to sell or trade in. Just go to TrueCar, s- simply enter in your license plate number, I forgot that time, and watch how your car's details pop up. Then just answer a few questions. Navigation? Moonroof? Cassette tape player? How old is your car? This way, <laughs> this way you'll know how much of a hit it's going to be so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So when it's time to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car beep, beep. today. True cash offer not available in all areas. Welcome back to Zane's World. So let's go back in, in time. You're living, before you lived here, you lived where? Like how far back in time? Before I lived in Hawaii. When you were a zygote. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. no right, right, okay, uh, right before you lived in Hawaii, Hawaii, where did you live? I lived in San Francisco. Okay. So. And you were a finance guy? Yeah. Yeah. Three-piece suit. <sighs> Cufflinks match my tie pin. Yeah. Was, nice. Yeah, was, was it gold? Styling. No. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Depending on how day it was. Yeah. If I had a big meeting, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but, but what a great foundation to come into because a brewery is, 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 is an art, right? Mm-hmm. You're, it's, it, you're, it's, it, culinary, all the, all these different sciences and, and, and arts that are involved. Yeah. But to have a head for finance and business mm-hmm. had to be like, very valuable sure and continues to be obviously absolutely uh, i think you know when we first started so you know going on 15 years now it'll be 15 years is coming uh january 2020 it'll be 15 years mm-hmm. for us um you know we are well over the average age of a brewery i think right now the average age of a brewery in the country is about four years okay and i think um less than half the breweries in the country are even six years old. Okay. Uh, something along those lines. So super young. Uh, the, the large majority of breweries have come online in the last four years. So we're talking when we opened in 2005, being around 1,200 breweries in the country, sitting around 8,000 breweries wow. in the country today. Wow. Uh, when we started, a lot of, you know, and this is no disrespect to any of them because they were making fantastic beer. I mean, you'd, you'd be hard-pressed back in those days, you know, early 2000s to even find a beer that was bad. Right. Um, nowadays, I would argue it's a little different. But 
you know, going back to those days, it was like a hobby. It was, hey, do you think we can do this for work? Right. You know, we should start a brewery. You know, where now the money's gotten involved. You know, you got a lot of people jumping on from a marketing perspective, just from a, hey, I think there might be money in this, as right, opposed right, to the right. passion that existed for craft beer prior. Um, not that that passion doesn't exist, but there's just so many new entrants to the market. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I, I I could digress into all kinds of reasons why and 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 what's occurring today. But um, you know, for us, it was something where there weren't a lot of business people getting involved from that side that also had the passion for beer. And so, and Maui existed. Maui, Maui Brewing existed before you came here, right? Uh, not Maui Brewing, okay. uh, but there was a brew pub. The brew pub that you guys... The brew pub in Kahana, we still oh, have. Okay, yeah. great. I mean, it's, of course, been vastly remodeled since then, but it, it was a different brewery, and it was just a... a they a, were just... They, so they didn't have a canny line. They were just no, making beer to serve at the brewery. Making beer to serve only at the restaurant. So oh. it was a restaurant run by five partners. Each wanted to do five different things. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I remember looking at it, and it was kind of one of those... Oh. Was, was this on vacation? Did you come out on vacation? Uh, no, I came to see it specifically. Oh, uh, I lucked out. And how did you hear about it? Uh, I was looking to move to Maui and start a business. And I'm looking to move to Maui. And yeah, to start so, a business. so yeah, I, I did. They I, have. I found did, it online. Did they, they have, have a goat cheese broker. farm here because there is a goat cheese farm. Okay, here, actually, keep, and they're awesome. I'll, I'll keep thinking. Yeah, surfing goat. I know surfing yeah. goat. Yeah. <laughs> so you come out here. You you hear about it. Mm-hmm. You come out to talk to these guys. Yep. I saw what it basically was is I, I saw an opportunity to take what they had. Yeah, started with, mm-hmm. but honestly, I think they were just emerging from bankruptcy because, like I said, the partnership was not working out. Right. Um, we basically By the way, came. Could, in, how could five people each one? How, how could five partners well, ever? This. It really was work a out. sports bar, retail, fish and meat market. So you could walk in in the middle of dinner service and be like, "I want a pound of ahi and a filet mignon raw to go." Yeah, and so I can go cook it at home. They had a lobster tank. They had a wine lounge in the back, a cigar lounge in the back, and also brewed beer. So it was kind of a clusterfuck. Oh, so, of so like, that's five different guys doing five different things. That's what you mean. Literally what I said. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I thought they wanted to go in five different directions. They were physically yeah. doing it when yeah. you went out there. Yeah. Okay, so I remember thinking like, whoa, if we just simplified this and why aren't we, why isn't this place just Maui Brewing Company? Where you are, what you do. Yeah. Be very simple about it. And right. Maui Brewing as a company, as a name, as a na- didn't exist yeah. and no one had filed it. I couldn't believe it. And so I, I remember that day, like going home to the condo yeah. and like dialing up so I could, Connect to the internet yeah. back then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then registering the name just in case we had the opportunity to do it. And, you know, fast forward a few years later, we were able to really, not even a few, two years later, be able to move here and start Maui Brewing Company so what, from that. So, so when you came out and met with them and then you registered it, why did it take two years? Uh, well, in, in total, the two years is actually the prior trip from when, uh, before we took over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had come prior and learned that Kona Brewing Company, the beer that um, I was drinking when I was on vacation, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I measure my two years from, is when I learned that that beer wasn't actually made in yeah, Hawaii. Exactly. And so when I saw that, that was the, the light bulb that said, hey, uh, w- there is no local beer here. I'm from San Diego originally, and even up in San Francisco, there was a ton of things happening in beer. We need to do this. Yeah. And that's when I registered the name, started looking around, and there was this business broker that I came across online, you know, worked it out. Yeah. But, you know, saw the opportunity and said, oh, we need to make Maui Brewing Company here. Yeah. And the reason being is it had a seven barrel brew house already installed. Uh, It was an operating restaurant. There was existing cash flow. You could build a business from it. We wanted to be nothing like what was there. Yeah. But we saw it as an opportunity to be, eventually be who we wanted to be from that base. So, then you move out here what year? Moved in 2004. So December of 04, uh, oh, wow. moved out, and then opened January of 05. So it was December 9th, 04. At, the, at the brewery that was in here? In Okay. Yeah. So not the production brewery that you first filmed at. Right. Where we did the Passionate McKenna with the onion beer and the Lilikoi. And that the, was at the brew pub? That was at the brew pub. Okay. Yeah. Where you dusted me chugging that milk stout. Well... Listen, yeah. If, if I can beat you at one thing, yeah, exactly. It's talking. I didn't lose. It's the talking loud. Time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, all right. So now, now we're here in, in your 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 brewery yeah. in uh, Wailea. Uh, we're technically Kihei. 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 Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. we're in the Kihei, the, what they call the Maui Research and Technology Park. Okay. Uh, so we're up on the hillside, the slopes of Haleakala. Yeah. Right, right in the in the the foothills, but you know we're. 5.3 acres or so, 82,000 square feet. Uh, we brew this year, we'll brew about 63,000 barrels of beer. Um, let's talk, let's talk about your, um, like turn it in. I'm, I'm making a turn into the environmental sure. aspect of it because you, this place is covered with, with solar panels. Yep. 
Uh, are they Tesla panels? Or are they no? So we have uh, a mix of panels, but um, they're all between 315 and 325 watt uh, solar photovoltaic mm-hmm. panels uh, to generate electricity. Uh, we also have some special solar collectors for creating hot water. Um, which are also going online. So we have solar PV, solar thermal. We have Tesla power packs, which are the commercial grade, the large scale storage solutions. Uh, and then we also have uh, CO2 recovery as well. Uh, so I guess a, a multitude of questions. Mm-hmm. The, the first one is why? Why are you doing that? Honestly, energy sustainability has become a passion of mine over the last, I'd say, 15 years, honestly. And to dig deeper, like why? Why? Like, what, yeah, um, what is it that... I'll tell you what really triggered it for me the first time was I couldn't afford a new ice machine. And the ice machine in Kahana wasn't keeping up with uh, demand. Mm-hmm. So I remember one of the plumbers saying, well, if, you, if the water was colder going in, it would probably make more ice. Right. And so I'm thinking, well, how do you pre-cool water? You know, and like, that's like, how do you do that? You're going to need a refrigerator. Right. And then I realized the cold room was right next to it. So I said, oh, well, if I re- use that cooling energy to cool the water before it goes to the ice machine, then I'm feeding it with cold water. Yeah. So I, I plumbed in line like a hundred feet of copper coil to cool, to basically create a, a cold water loop mm-hmm. in the cold room to feed the ice machine cold water. Uh, it got us the ice, mean, the ice we needed yeah. and it lasted for quite a while longer until I could afford a new larger ice machine. Uh, and I saw that as just, hey, here's energy that's already being spent. How can we recapture any right. measure of that right. and reuse it? So, you know, then you start looking back in those days, it was CFLs, so compact fluorescent lights, mm-hmm. uh, before LEDs became what they are today. Um, now it is, of course, LEDs and even beyond that. Um, and then it was, okay, well, we do have a little bit of money now that this is fast forwarding to like five years in, yeah. you know, we have a tax appetite. So we started investing in solar PV, um, namely because the energy costs here in Hawaii are so high that we were able to make a, a really good case for a return on investment where, or ROI model. Where's the energy, f- uh, where, if this, if you were on the grid mm-hmm. m- more so, or had to pull all of your energy from the island, mm-hmm. where was the energy, where would it come from? Uh, most of it was going to either, at that time, was going to come from propane and still to this day. Okay. Uh, propane that's shipped in from the mainland. But the electrical? The electricity, yeah. Okay. The electricity. So they're propane turbines that are burning propane gas in order to... Somewhere, on this, somewhere, somewhere on this island? Yeah, there's uh, one primary plant over... Uh, uh, near Ma'alaya. Okay. Uh, you'll see it on the way to the west side. They also had, at the time, the uh, HCNS, the sugar plantation, mm-hmm. was creating, I believe, about 5% of the energy from burning uh, the sugar cane. Wow. Uh, but they also had a coal fire portion as well to fire the boiler. So, you know, the, the bagasse or the sugar cane waste was at least sustainable because it is a waste product here. Yeah. Um, but that got shut down a number now of years ago. Now it's moving to hemp or something, right? Uh, they're not burning anything now anymore for energy here. But just like the, the sugar cane industry. Uh, right? the, 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 the lands that were sugar cane, yeah. they're going to... Uh, what they call value-added ag. So there's a lot Is that a of, fancy way of saying marijuana? Uh, I think it po- potentially <laughs> at some, some point. In some way, yeah. That, but definitely hemp is one of them. Yeah. Um, Pacific Biodiesel, who we buy our bio- biodiesel from for our backup generators, um, they are actually growing sunflowers to press the seeds into oil for biodiesel. Um, but, but going back to the sustainability side of things for us, I realized very quickly that it had, you know, this is my financial mind kicking in mm-hmm. at the time, that if we invested money here, not only do we save in terms of taxes that we'd have to pay, um, but we'd also be able to offset energy costs. Mm-hmm. Um, to give you an idea to run this place, not including the restaurant, we spend about $50,000 a month or spent about $50,000 a month in electricity. Wow. So you're talking an enormous dollar amount in energy costs. Where, where did most of that go to heating and cooling the liquid? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Heating and cooling. Uh, okay. Most of the heating is now propane, uh, but we do have, uh, like I said, solar thermal. Um, but most of the energy is just running pumps, motors, canning line, lights, air conditioning, and cooling for the beer as well. So wow. like the large 6,000 square foot. Like this, room. this giant warehouse, whatever yeah. you would call it. Like, is that, uh, is that climate controlled? No, it's not. Okay. No, only the beer storage is. Okay. Got yeah. it. And much to the chagrin of <laughs> yeah, my say, theme. Sorry. That's like, sweaty guy. Okay. Yeah, got it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I see. You. So, um, but you know, something we're looking at to use solar thermal, um, you can actually get cooling capacity from solar thermal. Mm-hmm. So you basically, through a 
I believe adsorption chiller is how it's said. Um, I call it voodoo. You can yeah, take something ma- super, super hot and you can actually get cooling power from that. Okay, I understand so, that. uh, we can actually get solar cooling, uh, through some technology that exists today. Wizardry. And we're looking at exactly wizardry. So we're looking at that to be able to dump some measure of cold air back into the brewery. Uh, because as a food manufacturing facility, which, you know, if you're a brewer and you don't realize that that's what you do, right. you need to take a hard look at things because you're required to register with the FDA. You are a food establishment. Right. Um, that we need to run with doors closed. We need to be very clean. And that's why our breweries always run that way. Um, so what did you do with that $50,000 Bill. A month? Yeah. Uh, so right now we're about uh, 30% of that has been uh, avoided through the investment in solar. Okay. Uh, phase two, which is going back online here soon, we had some issues with some warranty on equipment, um, some bus bars that were corroded. Uh, that'll take us to 80% independent. And wow. then when phase three goes on later this year, will be more than 100% of our energy will come from solar. Um, so uh, adding more solar panels or, or more efficient use of the ones that are there? Essentially adding more solar panels. Uh, we do have a phase for next year, possibly this year, if we can squeeze it in, that will um, increase the capacity of the panels um, by actually increasing uh, solar thermal load. So uh, what I mean by that is basically you'll take ambient water and it will cool the panels, which when they're cooler, they produce more electricity, but then you get hot water as a byproduct of that, Got it. which can then continue to feed a solar thermal chiller to create more cooling capacity for us. So when you're over a hundred percent, are you giving back to the... Unfortunately, that's not uh, allowed here in Hawaii. Okay. Um, I think for a number of reasons, but I a- think... Any, any of them good? Um, plead not the, plead, really. Plead the fifth, probably. Yeah, not really. Uh, I think there are... Uh, things will change? I think things will change, and I think there are ways to do it responsibly. But uh, I think right now, the biggest concern, of course, would be safety. Uh, we would never want our people or, or a linesman in, for Miko or anyone to get hurt. Right. So if you are feeding back to the grid, and the grid is down, essentially, um, you are still energizing power lines. Got and it. so they don't... But they might not have a way to control that. Now, realistically, they could push a button over at Miko and take me offline. Right. So... You know, theoretically, you could avoid that issue, but I understand the safety. Is there a point where you could sell it back? No, no, that that either currently doesn't exist, and that's just a lot of that has to do with the uh, the PUC and then and the you know the the way that energy is uh, administered here. I think that's changing though. The times are changing, if you will. Well, Uh, the way energy, yeah, the way energy is being looked at today, uh, more microgrid, smart controller situations as opposed to huge distributed energy grids. Uh, I think you're looking much more at the neighborhood or even the block by block energy grid now. Uh, so I think with what we've created, we have about 1.2 megawatts of solar production. Uh, with three, You could, I'm pretty sure you could go back, go back in, in the future. Yeah, I, need one, you could, well, I need 0.01 more. more yeah, I you're think. so close. Yeah. So close to time travel. Yeah. Be careful. Be careful exactly. with that. Yeah. God, sometimes I want it though. <laughs> Uh, and sometimes no, uh, sometimes I want future. Though. Yeah, exactly. But I guess you go both ways, right? So, um, who? <laughs> delete, delete, uh, delete, delete, delete. No, but really what it is for me is, uh, like I said, the, the 1.2 megawatts of solar, the 3.5 megawatt hours of battery storage, uh, which means we could run for days at a time with just the energy we're, we have in the batteries and solar direct feed. But then we're backed up by biodiesel generators. So when we say we're grid independent, it's not like our generators are then burning diesel or or coal or pro I don't think they have coal generators anymore propane or anything because we don't have natural gas in Hawaii yeah. so if you think about it where natural gas comes from those lands are usually a lot older than the Hawaiian islands do you th- do you think or you probably know this like as far as like the greenest state I don't mean by color you know what I mean like as, as far as as far as weed like environmental sustainability and consciousness do you th- <laughs> it, is Hawaii leading the charge I think Hawaii is one of the states leading the charge for sure. Uh, I know Governor Ige, uh, something I'm very proud of that he's accomplished is to um, sign a proclamation that Hawaii will get 100% of its energy from sustainable resources by 2045. Um, that's oh, as, obviously as, as far both, yeah, that's, that's both impressive and far away. So. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to insulate it a little bit. I yeah. think, uh, you know, if you look at like, Kauai is far, far ahead, but Kauai is a cooperative owned by the people yeah. where, you know, the rest of the islands are all the people owned. and Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> he, right. He's a person. He's a, yeah, he's, he's a people. He's a, yeah. He's kind of, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's a computer. He's yeah. a computer. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder sometimes, <laughs> yeah. is he a real thing yeah. or not? Yeah. But you know, realistically the, the rest of the state's power is all through uh, a for-profit company, right. you know? And so obviously it doesn't necessarily benefit them to allow you to generate your own energy. Um, 
that I think is that that's honestly to me that seems to be a big point of of distinction between why some states or some energy companies that are co-ops that are you know giving energy back to the people essentially in the control of that energy um, are further along in their goals than necessarily we are. Um, now our, I got to say that Miko Maui Electric Company has been very cooperative with us. Um, By the way, because say, we were they listen to the podcast. Yes, so make sure to be we were very, very going, careful. They're huge fans. Yeah, we of were the going show. in another direction, and and you know when we when we realize it's better to be a partner than it is to be adversaries. Uh, I think it, it made a lot more sense to both of us to kind of lay down the swords and say, hey, how do we work together? Because this technology that we're putting in could really benefit not only you as a company, but the, the state as a whole. So having access to that data to allow them to then create more microgrids is, is important. So, so finish us off like this. And by the way, you're going to come to the house and do a follow-up. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we're, you and I are going to make an announcement. Yeah. Which, which, if people are smart, maybe they know. Figure it out. What they can, maybe they can figure it out. Sure. Um, but as as far as like the way, and this is this is this is factual, right? This is not a, this is not an opinion. And I remember someone said this when when I mentioned that adventure. We are planting three trees with every every product purchase. Sure. That someone said, "Oh, you know, I was a fan until you got political." And I'm mm-hmm. like. How how less political can you get than planting a fucking tree? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. is like it like, doesn't really cross party lines. It, yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't. <laughs> They're cleaning the the air mm-hmm. uh, pollutants as well as the water. People don't realize the root systems are doing sure. that as well. And then it has this little benefit of 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 being oxygen producers. Yeah. So, but but you know, it's like it's like doing our part because you know you. you you have financial benefits to what you're doing, mm-hmm. but I also know how hard you work as a person to 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 have these gains, mm-hmm. and and I, I'm not sure that in the long run your work is really offset by the fruits of your labor. Sure, no, I would agree with that. And and so I mean, because Are you saying I need a raise because I keep asking. You're the one. <laughs> who are you asking yourself, yeah. your wife? Because like I know that you've pushed through legis- le- legislature. Yeah, I can't say that after a few beers. Yeah, um, and really done a lot for independent brewers mm-hmm. and and for the environment mm-hmm. and and really for and, and the state mm-hmm. you know and a lot of things so and 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 it really helped a lot of people follow in your footsteps mm-hmm. um, again for, from their brewer to now in the near future people that are trying to be sustainable mm-hmm. and again it's like you can do it for uh, financial reasons you can do it for altruistic reasons and i think yours sort of crosses over sure on um, the broad stroke you can see that maybe you're having financial benefit from it yeah but you're you're doing a big part to raise awareness not only raise awareness but physically do something Mm -hmm. to make a difference yeah we had a lot of people say it couldn't be done for sure and that and someone says that to do what what could be to to be grid independent here to have our own microgrid to create our energy and because no because no one had done it no one had done it and everyone says oh well the reliability of that grid's not going to be you know 100 percent and you know that's where the grid really comes into place and you know like a a commercial grid and i said well you know i lost three at least three times Times in the first half of the year that we were open here, we lost power. And you had and a full head of hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta go there all the time. <laughs> hey, yeah, and you had a lot less gray. So yeah. <laughs> be honest. And I was skinnier. <laughs> yeah. I was skinnier. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's true. Um, true story. But, you know, so, the, you know, for me, it was like, you know, when you tell me something can't be done, I kind of get that challenge yeah. in me. Yeah. Uh, but going back to like what I said earlier is, you know, starting off with just the simple, you know, where can we uh, capture waste energy, whether that be heating or cooling, mm-hmm. uh, doing that also because I couldn't afford the ice machine, you know, and then fast forwarding to, uh, well, this has a payback because, you know, there's great financial reasons to do it, but it's also good for the environment. Um you know, there's a win-win, if you will. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, I have to look at it all ways. Like, if we right. if we couldn't justify financially right. making the huge investment that we've made here yeah. in sustainability as a for-profit company, we just couldn't do it. Right. But, you, you can't go. You can't save the world if you go out of business. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So okay. you know, so our goal was how do we make it work? And we've partnered with uh, Gems from Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii State has a program that helps to guarantee the loan. The SBA, the bank believes in us. We've we've earned the support over you know nearly 15 years in business to mm-hmm. get the financing that we need. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, for me, it's doing things for the right reasons and leading by example. Governor Ige says Hawaii is going to be grid independent or, or sorry, sustainable energy, uh, 100% of our energy being sustainable resources by 2045. Cool. That presents a challenge to me of how do I do it sooner? So I'm going to do it by 20. 20- 
end of 2019. 20, I was going to say, so yeah, I want to be 25 exactly. years. And the reason, reason being is I believe we do have the technology to do it now. I just think we're, as a people, lacking the commitment to do it. Uh, I mean, the look, real commitment. I mean, you know. So we're going to show you you can. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. not to be the Grim Reaper, but like, honestly, if you wait until 2045. It's going to be a lot cheaper. It'll take less space. Yeah, but it, but it, but it might be too late. Yeah, absolutely. But I'll also have spent what's six hundred thousand dollars a year if prices hold now right, right. times the next twenty thirty years. Yeah, and then and then, and is that from, is, it, from is that three point six million or thirty six million? I don't, I don't even want to think about that right. Yeah, now. exactly. You know, it's that, a lot 36. of money. Yeah, so, exactly. And then tax benefits currently and such. You know, you, you can use those things to your economic advantage, but it doesn't mean you have to. You, you, it doesn't mean you're not doing it also for the right reasons. Yeah. I think there's both sides. Well, and like, like we said, you just, and, and this is what's great about you coming in with into an art form. Right? It's an art yeah, form, would you absolutely. say? Absolutely. Uh, with a business mind. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, not a lot of people have the right, right brain, left brain. Yeah. Uh, like my friend Steve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's not go there. Oh, uh, I don't so even know. Things. By the way, I don't know if he has any right. I knew yeah. you were going to go there. <laughs> yeah, too, yeah, too. Love you, Steve. <laughs> Love you, Steve. Well, awesome. So, all right. Next time you and I talk, well, yeah. we're going to go have a beer after this. But yeah. next time you and I talk officially, mm-hmm. we're going to have some cool news. Yeah. Some, I think, amazing news. So. I, w- I would just close with one more thing. That yeah. Had one other amazing benefit that the sustainability initiatives of Maui Brewing Company have. Um, it's great for the environment. It's great financially for the company long term, but ultimately the more, the, the further out and the more specifically we can project our costs of goods, mm-hmm. uh, meaning how much it costs to run the brewery and how much it costs to create beer, uh, the better that we are able to provide a solid foundation for the team at Maui Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, you've known me long enough that you remember when there were four people working in the gonna, brewery. I was going to say, you know, yeah. There, and then I think back then maybe there were 30 or 35 at the restaurant. You know, we have a team of roughly 750. 50 people now between mm-hmm. the restaurants and the brewery. Um, just on the brewery floor and admin and such, we're sitting around 50. So that's a lot of people that rely on us. And so my first responsibility is to my team. Mm-hmm. So the more that I can protect them and protect the company, the better. Now that I can do that and also do what's right for the environment and lead by example mm-hmm. in sustainable manufacturing, that's like a win, win, win. I mean, it's beyond a trifecta. And, let's, so. and, and we're leaving one really important fact out. Is that it's, it's having a good business mind and, and, and having great sustainability practices, but it's also making really, really good beer. Absolutely. And I, I, I obviously I've sampled some downstairs mm-hmm. right before this and I'm drinking one right now, but like, think it, I think it's a given. I don't have to say if you come to Maui, come mm-hmm. visit the brewery, get, sure. get, get a tour. I can Take hear a, a tour, tour in the background, yeah. but like come, come here or go to the, to the brew pub yep. and try some stuff that you can't try anywhere else. And then if, if, if you are listening to this and you live in, how many states are you available? Uh, we're in 21 states uh, and you can go to our website at MauiBrewing.com and there's a find our beer Perfect. Uh, and you just type in your zip code and then search radius and then it'll tell you the stores that purchased our beer within the last 30 days or restaurants. Uh, um, I would always call before I go because things do move fast yeah. and hyper rotation is, am- is among us now. I was going to also say too is, you know, we do have our two restaurants on Oahu. Uh, we just opened in February, this a couple months back, mm-hmm. uh, in Kailua. So we have Kailua, Waikiki, Kahana, the original location, as well as Kihei here on, on Maui. So. And our, our arrangement still exists that whatever I can carry, I can take with me. Sure. Which your bag looks pretty full with. Uh, oh, record, the adventure bag. Here, yeah, so. the adventure bag. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you, I know from, from, from following the Kickstarter, I yeah. know you can fit at least, uh, is it 14? It's beers? 14. Because you have the small and the big. The pack. small and the big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Stop, hey, stop looking at my bag. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, okay. Garrett Marrero. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors who bring our podcast to you free every week, specifically True Car and Pluto TV. Please support them because they support us. Find out more about our sponsors in the podcast description of this week's episode. He makes me want to uh, Work open. Out? <laughs> he makes me want to be physically fit. Oh, sorry. And for and fact <laughs> and formidable. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, if you, if you are out in Maui, the chances are that you will go to Maui Brewing. If you live in, I don't know, any of the, what did he say? 20 something states that carry Maui Brewing Company beer. Did you say 20 something? Yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's not every, it's not every state. I thought it was in every state. No, no. Um, that's a, it's a lot. It's a lot to, to it is a lot to handle the distribution and the marketing 
everything involved with a state. Each state is is like has is its own beast, and opening each state is is it requires you to you know, to spend money to open that state uh-huh. and then to maintain it and, and keep the marketing and everything going uh-huh. and keep the momentum going and all this, all the, you know, because... I just thought there was like one big warehouse that shipped out to like half of the United States and then one big warehouse that shipped out to the other half. <sighs> I mean, honestly, you're you're pretty accurate. But you have to get permission to go into that state. Every state has a different law. It's the, and it's, you have to it's, have it's, a it, lawyer for each state. You, I mean, no, contracts. I think, you, I think you, contracts. Yes, I think the lawyer. You can have a lawyer that understands the language involved in each state. But because of the post-prohibition laws from 1933, mm-hmm. the reason we got out of prohibition, which was 1920 to 19. <laughs> 1933 is because well no no listen it's interesting it's because uh they needed to come up with the 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 three-tiered system where the brewery sells to a distributor and the distributor sells to the retailer so if i want to sell to bevmo for example a big liquor store in california like and i make I made the beer. I couldn't sell my beer to Bevmo. Even if Bob from Bevmo, Bevmo, the owner, wanted to buy it from me, I would need to sell it to a distributor who then turns and sells it to the the retailer, which is Bevmo. And so that would be an extra 30% on top of that. Wow. Yeah. So what does this have to do with you being in far worse shape than Garrett? That's a good point. Okay. So Garrett lives in in Hawaii, right. in Maui. I'm trying to dig myself out of the hole. And 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 sunshine he, just makes him sunshine. Uh-huh. He always he rarely I'll wears carry a shirt beer around. Like he he always beer. has to carry. Yeah. So he's physically because he's physically so he carrying. Yeah. He uh-huh. works. Carries kegs. He around. carries kegs around. Yes. Throws exactly. Around the warehouse. He is he is easily now. I met him back in 2008 or something like that 2009 i don't know when, we, when for for three sheets and he's he's twice the size that he was when i first oh, met really? him yeah he's yeah. always been a huge guy yeah since his I head is his head is the same size he's grown into his head this is this is where you're trying to back yourself yes out of that thing yeah. yes Got exactly, exactly. Okay. so so we met we met with him uh, yesterday did the interview you just listened to and then today uh so we had and, and we met about something that i'm not gonna talk about what I want to, but people can figure out why are you shaking your head. No, and um, and so that so you know it, it this again. This is a business trip that we uh, maybe we tacked on a few days, um, and then we today uh, met with my agent. I won't say his name, Evo Fisher, WME, and we met with him at his hotel. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and nasty. And his, what's that? You're gonna get a nasty email from him, yeah, or from the legal department oh. at WME. <laughs> So uh, the the biggest agency in the world, William Morris Endeavor, like a merger of these two companies. Anyway, so so Evo, who's been my agent, which is a record since two thousand three. I don't think you should say these numbers. Two thousand three. Who's had it oh, who, since you were like six? <laughs> well, you might want to think that, but some people were six. Some people listening were six when I, when that happened. Uh, no, that was uh, what sixteen years. I've been with the same place. And anyway, so uh, we met with him, and he was at the um, another hotel. And and we met with him and his wife. We had a few drinks. They had some champagne. We had some uh, beers. Anyway. Some talks and some, some talks. We, yeah. You know what we say in, 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 work and... you, in, in, in Hawaii, in Maui, you say we, we talk story. Okay. When you just sit down, down and you just and you sh- talk story, you just shoot the shit. It's well, it's it's Hawaiian, but it was like a business meeting. So it was a, it it was it was, but you know you you work your way around different things and you catch up and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we try to like get on their train to like go travel with I'll them. Speak more. of their train. <laughs> they okay. So they left for the airport. They I think they left a hotel around eleven thirty. We met with them and we had some beer from Garrett Correct. that we so we brought to the pool, which was like nine a.m., which isn't as weird as it seems because for uh, us yeah it was later it was, it was we got there earlier than that but got there at eight yeah but then we had the beer like around nine but then we and we brought that by the way in the adventure backpack we had we brought eight beers that were in our fridge brought them to that hotel sat in the in the bag for about two hours before we started drinking them ice cold kickstarter right now one of the most uh top the top trending projects on kickstarter one of the most exciting projects in kickstarter the adventure backpack with the built-in coolers two of them anyway go check it out right now so anyway we went down there and uh and they left at 11 30 and like yeah you can keep the lounge chairs and i think what they meant maybe was that but what i think we heard was we'll keep our tab open for you. 
<laughs> so so they kept their, ta- their tab open, and they are in an Uber going to the airport. There's Uber here in Maui. And they were going to the airport, and they and we kept texting them uh, photos of, of us, us. ordering drinks. Of us ordering drinks and putting on their room, which was amazing. Yes, so good. And then the, the catch is, and tell me how this is going to work. We're going to – so today, in, in real world time, it's Tuesday – uh, and we're going to go there on Thursday. Tell me if you're with me. And cause we didn't say the name of the hotel and we're going to put drinks on their room on Thursday, even though they checked out on Tuesday. That's not going to work. Why? Because anytime you like enter in a room number, the screen pops up the person's last name. Yeah. And so once you check out the room, like deletes that information. Do you know, okay. Comes. Do you know how to survive uh, a bear attack? Okay? You don't need to be faster than the bear. Do you know this? Yeah, I do know. What do you need to be faster than? The slowest person. The slowest person. So, as 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 they're saying like, hey, this isn't your room, okay, and I'm running away, <laughs> I'm twice as far. So, the one bad. they tackle with you, with your bad back, this, I mean, I'm sorry, but like, you're going to have to deal with it. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Look at all these scratches on my arm. What is that from? You shoving me down the slide thing? We played here in the, the pool, which is being refurbished heavily. Um, we played some basketball, and you were aggressive in that game. And then they have like a slide that goes from one pool to the next. Not the big slide that goes down into the sort of main pool. They have like a slide that goes from a pool. It's slide. It's literally like an infant slide. It's a kid slide. But they um, – I guess – and this might be the drinks at work. But we tried to see if we could go backwards up the, the, the slide. Like it's at an angle, so you have to. It's like, at an angle, and so you and, and it drops into the pool. So you needed to get up on my shoulders yeah. to get in there, to climb through the tube. And you and I don't want like, just, like to be honest for a second. Were you trying to scratch me? <laughs> no. no, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Sometimes you do no, that kind of stuff. I had to climb. I had to put one foot on mm-hmm. your thigh, mm-hmm. and then another, and then on, on the other thigh, uh-huh. and then move to your shoulder. Like I was in the chair position. Yeah, yeah. But then my, but it's, the slide was kind of slippery. Pretty sure I didn't have much to grab onto, and I had you, long you're nails. like you're not like a. Um, you know, like fairy dust. So, so when you put all of your weight, listen, when you put all of your weight onto my collarbone, okay, with one foot pressing off my collarbone, uh-huh. I was definitely, I was definitely a little fearful. But you know what, though? What? Garrett could have got me up there, no problem. Oh, Garrett would have thrown you up there. Yeah. But, but you're like, ow, fingernail poked me. Ow. You're the one that talked about your stupid scratches. You're the one that said my fingernails were scratching you. <sighs> we can't win. Um, all right. Next week, by the way, next week, this is going to make some people angry, and especially Eva <laughs> when he gets when he gets when he gets his bill. We're we're still going to be here. So the next podcast, well, it just depends on how meetings go and stuff. Uh huh. They're going to go well because they're going to go well. Uh, so we will be doing our podcast from uh, the Westin in Maui uh, with our buddy, by the way, who's meeting us out here, who was on our last episode, John Reap. So thank you for joining us on today's episode. Thank you very much to uh, Garrett for uh, joining us, Maui Brewing Company, uh, Evo for keeping his bar tab open. And <laughs> and please go check out the, the the adventure Kickstarter if you have not. The time is ticking away. Uh, go and get it. It's an amazing backpack, backpack. I promise you. I put my heart and soul into it. Go to adventure.com, A-D-V-3, N-T-U-R-E. Uh, the first E is a three because we plant three trees with every purchase, including this Kickstarter. If you buy the two bag, the big bag, we plant six trees. Anyway, go check it out. Thank you very much. Podcast one. Woo! I'm going to go to the bar. Thanks for listening to Zane's World. Check out new episodes every Wednesday exclusively at Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to tell your friends and don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Can't get enough of the amazing race? Then check out Now What with Jessica Graff on Podcast One. How sweet is that? Get all the details about this season as the former winner calls up players that get eliminated each week for some juicy mini interviews. We accomplished more on Amazing Race than we did on Big Brother. (laughs) We were far more successful, so our crossover worked in our advantage. (laughs) Download new episodes of Now What with Jessica Graff every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Let's say you just bought a house. 
Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.